Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who just loves to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. Be warned, you should be 18 and over and probably be listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. I want to use my mini-casts as a way to have brief conversations about timely topics or even to answer listener questions. On today's episode, I'm going to be answering a listener question. My listener asked what I recommend for people who are looking to get back into dating after ending a long-term relationship. I'm glad my listener asked this question because this is actually one of the top reasons I take on new clients. They're looking to make some changes and have someone on that journey with them before they get back into another relationship. So I took some time and thought about what are all the things that I have recommended to my clients and try to condense them down into something that's fairly quick and digestible. I broke them down into a few different categories. One is breaking old habits. Another is knowing your worth, trying new things, figuring your shit out, and having lots of sex. Okay, those are my top five (laughs) I could think of. So let's start with that first one, breaking old habits. When it comes to breaking old habits, I mean, this isn't just about like, stop biting your nails or stop leaving dishes out on the counter because all your partners have told you you're terrible about cleaning your dishes. Breaking old habits, to me, that's more about what activities or what habits have you been doing that really haven't been serving you any sort of purpose? What, what are you doing that's not propelling you forward? Are there people in your life that are holding you back, uh, that are constantly like testing your limits or causing frustration or causing drama? Uh, you know, when, after a long-term relationship, that can be a good time to take a step back and look at some of the things that you've been doing or who you've been keeping around in your life that you really need to shed. Okay, so, and that, that I think ties into also like knowing your worth. A lot of people have heard the, the saying that The people that you keep around in your life or the people that you date are a reflection of what you feel like you deserve. So if you've been keeping people around, especially partners who aren't helping to support you, who aren't helping propel you forward, who aren't supportive of your life and your goals, it's time to get rid of them because by knowing your worth, you're going to start finding that, that those people might actually just start shedding themselves from your life because as you start living your life in a way that you want to if they don't agree with it they're going to just back off anyway and the ones who are giving you feedback of of negativity and you shouldn't do this or you can't do that it's okay to take a step back and assess if those people that are being critical really deserve a voice i'm a huge fan of brene brown and she talks a lot about the man in the arena speech that teddy roosevelt gave She, in fact, wrote, like, an entire book about it. She talks about it in her TED Talks. And if you've not watched her Netflix special, after you're done with this podcast, go watch that. The Man in the Arena speech is all about how the credit is not due to the critic. It's due to the the man in the arena whose face is bloodied and marred from battle. The point is, when the people you're getting feedback from haven't actually been out there fighting a fight or winning any battles, their criticism doesn't matter. Their feedback does not matter. So part of knowing your worth is knowing whose voices to listen to and whose to discard. Because if they aren't out there living their life like you are, their opinion doesn't fucking 
matter. That took me a long time to figure out that, you know, as a relationship dating and sex coach, there's a lot of people who think that I could do something different or do something better. I get some feedback. And every time I get feedback, I try to think about this speech and think about, does their feedback really matter? Are they living their lives out loud? Are they out there on a a higher level trying to do some good in this world? Or are they sitting back being an armchair quarterback telling everyone else what to do when they don't do anything with their own lives? They're not doing anything. They don't deserve an ounce of my time or my headspace. And that's because I learned to figure out my worth. Okay, next thing. Figuring your shit out. (laughs) Uh, I love having a podcast where I can just say whatever I want. Because literally I want to just say y'all need to figure your shit out. So many people don't take the time to take a step back and assess what it is they really, really want out of life. Before they're trying to tie themselves to somebody else. That person can't give you any validity. They can't give you your sense of self. You have to be the one to figure out who your ideal self is. So that journey of figuring out that ideal self, and what I mean by ideal self is, like who do you really, at your core, want to be? The speech Matthew McConaughey gave for the Oscars was really in tune with this idea of reaching for that ideal self. He talked about how the person that he wanted to meet was him in 10 years. And then every time he'd want to meet himself in 10 years and so on and so forth, because he'd want to, he wants to see how far he's come, but to also know that there's so much more ahead. You know, the ideal self is about taking a step back and creating a vision for yourself, looking at your dreams, looking at your goals, leveraging your strengths. I'm not the kind of person who thinks that you need to pick apart everything that you're terrible at and figure out how to suddenly turn them around and make them a strength. That's just probably not going to happen. You can certainly take your worst habit and get better about it. If you're not a very tidy person, you can certainly learn to be a more tidy person. Thanks, Marie Kondo. However, you're not going to certainly become the next Marie Kondo by becoming more organized. Okay? What you can do is take a look at the things that you're really, really good at and start being better at them. Start leveraging those strengths. Start using those things. Start surrounding yourself with people who complement your strengths. Your ideal self is always that person that you're reaching for. You may never quite get exactly to your ideal self, but the whole point is to be constantly striving for that person that you visualize. There was a really interesting study that came out a few years ago that talked about how we have this idea that we all are who we are. Okay, that there's no real changing it. And, and certainly I think at a fundamental level, if you're a highly competitive person, you're always going to be a highly competitive person. What may change is the way that that habit exhibits itself in your day-to-day routine or how intensely you feel that sense of competition. Okay? But what the study showed is that say, when you interview someone when they're 30, they don't think that they're going to do much changing over the next 10 years. But when you actually interview that person at 40, they found like, oh yeah, I absolutely changed a ton over this last decade, but I'm done changing. I'm going to be the same person I am now at 50. Well, then when they interviewed them at 50, they're like, oh no, yeah, I absolutely changed a lot this last decade, but I'm not going to do any more changing. I am who I am. The reason that those people in that study felt that way is because the researchers found like, we are not very good at predicting the future. And 
because we can't tell what's going to happen in our lives, we tend to just stay stuck in, in our vision and our, our focus of, of the now. Okay, that's, that's actually not a, a terrible thing. I think we need to shift our focus to understanding I am going to constantly evolve. Attributes I have now will still be there, but I will be a different person tomorrow and the year after that and the decade after that and 20 years after that. We are always going to grow and change. So there's always opportunities to find your areas that you want to change and improve as you're on that journey to your ideal self. One of the ways you can do that is surround yourself with books or podcasts, music, anything that's a, a form of media that can help expand your mind, open your heart, give you a new perspective. I listen to a ton of awesome podcasts out there and I read a lot of good books on the regular too. Some of my favorite things are stuff like Hidden Brain. It's an NPR podcast. I love authors like Brene Brown and Cheryl Strayed and Roxane Gay and Rebecca Traster. So find, find a thought leader that you really enjoy and find out who they like to read or who they like to listen to. can send you down some really cool rabbit holes when you start looking at a thought leader's social media platform and seeing who follows them or who they follow. Uh, kind of go down, like I said, go down some rabbit holes and find some new people to, uh, to bring into your life. Get some new media in your life. All right, so one of the next things I recommend is to try new things. Now you can go out alone. You can have experiences with friends. And I do recommend if you're single, go out with single friends. Your married friends are wonderful. Your partnered friends are great. But you're probably not going to meet many other single people going out with them. So try to expand your horizons when it comes to your friend group. Find those single friends and go out and have some fun together. You can even call a friend that you would like to get to know better. You know, they may have an entirely new network of people for you to meet. And it's always good to treat friends or coworkers, things like that, as kind of a referral source, okay? Because they might have a single friend or neighbor or coworker or cousin or kid, who knows? Also, if you're single in the city, there's absolutely no excuse to just be stuck at home. There are so many activities. See, one of the best things about Kansas City is there's so much stuff to do. Okay, it's not just about going to baseball or football games. There's soccer. You can go bowling or play bocce. Go for a walk at the riverfront. Go to the Nelson. We have the best art gallery in the entire country as far as customer experiences go. So if you've not been to the Nelson Atkins lately, go. There's also fun stuff like adult night at Legoland. There's trivia. You could do stand-up together or just go watch people bomb. You can play pickleball. There's escape rooms. There's coffee crawls. There's concerts. There's axe throwing. My God, seriously, the list goes on and on and on of the things that you can do. And not all of them have to involve booze. There's plenty of people out there that don't drink or just would rather have a good time that doesn't involve alcohol. Okay? So get out of your comfort zone. Try new stuff. Try new experiences. And have some fun. So my last thing, get out there and have lots of sex. Seriously, go get laid. Go have all the sex in the world that you want. Of course, there's ways to be smart about it, okay? So first off, you need to use protection, okay? That's just part of the plan. And go get tested first. Go to your doctor, go to a local clinic, get your full panel of STI tests. Make sure you're doing just fine. If you're not, talk to your doctor about taking ways to 
talk to your doctor about ways to take care of your sexual health moving forward. Of course, then that's into disclosure conversations, and that's something that I've helped clients with as well. That gets, I actually wrote a blog about how to talk to your new partner about if you have an STI. So you can visit my website and take a look at that if you need some advice in that area. Of course, you need to be safe. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. You need to be safe about online dating. A lot of people are turning to digital dating. It's mostly women who are conditioned to take these extra steps for safety when they're dating. Things like meeting in public places and not leaving their drinks unattended. I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, you need to be just as mindful about your personal safety when it comes to dating as women do. Okay? There's not that many people out there who are trying to rob you or hurt you. But for the very few people that are, it's best to just play things safe. You need to check people out online. If you can't find this person that you met on a dating app somewhere online, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, something. There's got to be something. Everyone has a digital footprint these days. So if you can't find them online, they're probably not who they say that they are. And it's probably best to not show up for that date if you can't find them. Also, don't settle down too fast. It's really tempting after you've been in a long-term relationship to go ahead and settle down because you find someone that you're compatible with or you have great sex with, all that. Go ahead and date, but date other people still too. Don't lock yourself into a relationship too quickly. Also, wait until you're ready to go out and have sex with someone. If you haven't done any of the things about breaking your old habits, figuring out your shit, knowing your worth, you're, you're probably not ready for having lots of sex anyway. Work on those other areas first and then get out there and play the game. So those are my top tips for getting back into dating after a long-term relationship. I hope you find them helpful. Of course, if you've got any feedback, feel free to email me, Kristen at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. And of course, if you have a question that you'd like to see me answer on one of my next mini casts, or you just want me to discuss a topic in general, shoot me a message, find me on social media, whatever floats your boat. Just find me. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open The Doors Coaching. You can find me on Facebook at Open The Doors Coaching or Instagram and Twitter at Open The Doors KC. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast, of course. But if you really want more tips and advice from me, then join my email newsletter by visiting my website at openthedoorscoaching.com. My theme song is original music by Matthew Kusa. Until next time.